0: Oh, e oh, Yeah. Hello
1: welcome to Prince Track by Track, I'm your host Darren and today we'll be talking about if I was the man in your life from musicology and of course that is a little tiny eye symbol uh, recorded sometime between 1995 and 2000 um, as reported by H.M. Buff who was Prince's engineer at the time um, there's no kind of precise data Um, but apparently it was done sometime between those dates because he remembers working on this track, uh, and released on the 27th of March 2004. On the track it is Prince, John Blackwell, Candy Delpher, Maceo Parker and Greg Boyer, as it was on the previous track. Uh, It is three minutes and eight seconds, joining me to talk about today is Erica Thompson. Hello, Erica.
0: Hello. Um,
1: And I think it's still the same genre as the previous song. Um, You know, we're still in a kind of R&B feel, but a slightly different one because... Um, I would say that the band is, um, is a little funkier on this track than it was on the previous track. Um, it feels like there's slightly less kind of keyboard stuff going on. Um, you know, there's probably a little bit more guitar. Certainly on the, the very end of the song, you've got like this little kind of outro thing that Prince does that has a bit of guitar on there before it kind of transitions into the next song. Um, you know, something obviously that was kind of, um, you know, common on Musicology was tracks kind of running into each other. Um, you know, which Prince hadn't done for a while. Um, but you know, kind of on this, on musicology, obviously Prince you know was putting out an album, and I think part of that was kind of a continuity of the song. So, A lot of the songs kind of just... If you've you've got the CD copy, I'm sure, you know, and you put it onto something like iTunes, you'll recall getting little tiny snippets of the next track on the previous track. Um, You know, just because of the way that the CD tracks were clipped. Um, So, but yeah, I mean, you know, it is kind of... It's the same band and it's kind of the same production sound. And, you know, H.M. Buff, as as we said, he said that it was done sometime between 1995 and 2000. um, But it kind of seamlessly blends with the previous track. Um, you know, and, and obviously, uh, you know, I think having John Blackwell, uh, really, you know, here, it kind of helps because this track has got a lot of very kind of tight stop starts, uh, between certain lines. And obviously, you know, I, the way I said the title of the song is just the way that Prince says the title of the song, <laughs> um, when we open up the, and it just, that's just how, you know, that's just how you have to say the title of the song because, you know, that's just how the band perform it. You can't help but say it with those little hesitations between each of the words. Um, you know, that's just how, you know, we literally open up with the chorus of, you know, if I was the man in your life, I'd make you happy. I treat you right. And that's literally like those little, and I, and the, I don't know. It's just, it's pro- it probably is my favorite kind of Prince vocal on this entire album, just the way he delivers the chorus. Um, and it kind of contrasts with, the, the two very long verses, <laughs> the, the verses where Prince, he's not rapping, but he's s- like certainly non stop singing. Although I'd like to, you know, Prince he, here, he he, he kind of lays out, you know, what would happen if he was the man in your life. Af- aside from making you happy and treating you right, he'd buy you flowers every single day. Um, and then he says, I'd give you power. I'd do whatever you say, which I think is interesting because, you know, compared to, you know, the marrying kind, which was very much kind of like a... You know, a male perspective, it feels like Prince here is, um, you know, being a bit more submissive and kind of, you know, admitting that he would, you know, let the let the other person in the relationship kind of take the lead, Uh, you know, which is a little bit unusual in terms of Prince songs from this era. Uh, You know, once he was I mean, once he was a a a Jehovah's Witness, a lot of the songs were very, very patriarchal. (laughs) And, you know, most of the Rainbow Children is a very kind of patriarchal album um so it's nice to kind of hear him you know saying that he's gonna he's willing to make this other person happy and treat them right um you know i don't know that you need to buy flowers every single day i mean there's only so many vases that one can have but you know i I think the the sentiment of it i give you power i do whatever you say i feel like that's the strongest sentiment in this song
0: yeah it's a very strong pitch and you know prince is is telling the woman uh to get her Mac on, but Prince is getting his Mac on here, (laughs) and it's a very, I'm buying what he's selling, but um, I, uh, it's a very funky and soulful song, and I have a really awesome memory of this because I attended the Musicology show in Cleveland, and I got the CD um, that he handed out with the ticket, And I remember like the next day or sometime in the next week, I was in my college dorm room going through and listening to the album. And once it got to this song, I like my head popped up, like, wait, I've got to rewind that song. It's, So I definitely, like, Musicology is regarded as, like, a very mainstream commercial-type album, very accessible. And I think this song in particular is very accessible on the album itself. A lot of casual Prince fans I know enjoy this song. And it's in the running for maybe my favorite song on on the entire album. And the, the piano line, I mean, the bass and the drums are great, but the piano line always reminds me of The Beautiful Ones, 'Cause it's kind of that same like staccato line and I really enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, I I really do. So and the horn lines are amazing as well.
1: Well, yeah, I I the like the pianos are kind of doing those kind of those little chords where they're like the ding jint ding din, din, kind of like Like in between, but then during the the kind of the verses, there's there's a lot of kind of stuff going on with the piano. But yeah, I mean, um, (laughs) I don't think I I can do this justice the way Prince did. Prince kind of lays out what's going on where he says, I heard a rumor that your man, he said he'd done you wrong. He, (laughs) and you're so vain, you'd think that you're the one behind this song and, you know, Sure, you got, he got plenty of lyrics, yet yeah, up his sleeve. And after he got what he won he'd just go up and leave. And Sunday chocolate on the roof right after his game. He liked the Lakers, but the Sixers on when he came. If he's with another, you best believe the party's cracking. You're getting you play girl. You better get your Mac on. And do unto others as they do unto you. And call me on the day that you and him are just too through. And I love how at the end of that, Prince adds an ooh-hoo-hoo. Ooh, like, just... You know, just to kind of emphasize it. But yeah, I don't, I mean, I, I kind of, I just like this kind of idea that Prince is being very casual about the idea that someone is breaking up. Like, you know, he's like, you're getting played, you know. It's <laughs> like, okay, yeah, he's got he's got plenty of lyrics up his sleeve. Which, I, I guess in Prince's world, that is a compliment. You know, if someone's got lots of lyrics, he's like, yeah, you know, that's that's impressive. You know, but, uh, you know, after he's got what he wants, he's gone. And, you know, I, it, it does make this, like, sound like a hopeless relationship. And when he does say, you know, you're getting played, girl, you better get your Mac on. I mean, you know, I I mean, I, I also I love that Prince kind of slips a kind of biblical reference with the do unto others. Uh, as they do unto you but obviously what he's talking about there is it, she's being cheated on so she should cheat on him like I, I love that he's using it in that way like it's got it's got this weird second meaning where it sounds like Prince is saying something positive but he's really not he's, he's basically pitching you know himself into this relationship um, you know, with this kind of, you know, biblical language, which again, it's, you know, I, I like that at this point, you know, Prince, obviously, like you say, this is meant to be a more kind of mainstream thing. So, you know, Prince is not doing, this is not wrapped, but, you know, it's kind of just sung in a more kind of, you know, vocal way. You know, it's like a different, it's a different way for Prince to kind of deliver it. I'm, and I'd say, I you know, up until this point, I don't think Prince has really sung a song in this way of it just being very kind of like free flowing um you know and and you know almost like stream of consciousness but the way it's delivered is so kind of like crisp um you know and obviously once he gets to the you know just two through like the band once again are doing the little stop starts with each word um you know just before just to kind of take it back into the the chorus
0: yeah i um, i you know, i, w- I would have wondered how this song would have done as a single it itself um at least on and radio i mean it's changed so much and even back in 2004 it was it was so different but i wondered how it would have performed on urban radio the way musicology performed but um i think um you mentioned like the ooh Um there's another yeah. part in the song where he goes into his falsetto about halfway through that that i really like too i think his ad libs are really strong on this and then um one of my favorite lines is um now you got that trifling barracuda hanging around, hanging around your neck like a cheap gold chain. chain. (laughs) I love that. And also (laughs) when he hits that line, the band does something differently too for emphasis, like the drums come in and then also he stacks his vocal harmony. So like that line really hits and it's a great effect. And then also I wanted to ask you about um, the end because I love that jazzy horn line. And then it kind of goes into this, just this, jazzy section with um John Blackwell's amazing drumming and then a piano line and then electric guitar and it's just I love like some people don't like when Prince does that at the end of the song but (laughs) I I think it's a it's a great outro and it it wants it leaves me wanting more for sure.
1: Yeah. I mean like the the little kind of like the the particularly the horns, like the those little Danick Danic like it's just like the the I I don't know it's just it's really kind of great and the, yeah it like it goes into this wonderful little guitar, um and like I said it kind of it like immediately the drums for um you know uh, I'm trying to remember what the next track is uh, I think it's on on the couch that like the drums for on the couch almost start straight away as soon as the track finishes so you kind of get them almost like blending together just a little tiny bit, um you know and uh, it, I mean I don't it, like. When you've got a band that have, like, you know, these kind of, you know, I mean, Macy O'Parker and Candy Dolphy, you're talking about very talented people, so I think they, you know, it's it's a kind of, it's a really nice little outro, um, you know, and I I think as well, like, well, I mean, obviously the kind of the whole Barracuda, Chocolate Barracuda, again, is like such a, a, such a kind of very vivid kind of image, Um, but then... You know, Prince goes from that to say he don't deserve to say he ever knew your name. So again, he's like really pitching himself. But then, you know, he says much less he get to smell the perfume I gave you. And it's it's like Prince is already like kind of before he starts even getting her flowers every day. He's already buying her perfume. And, you know, again, that that just feels like a very kind of Prince move um to be instantly <laughs> like buying presents for someone before their relationship is even over um but yeah i mean you know the, the like kind of on this on this album you know uh most of the tracks are just prince by himself uh, but when he does have this band in you know john blackwell i think he's only on like four or five tracks out of the whole thing um you know so it's mostly prince but when you get other like uh you know other um musicians on the tracks it does really enhance them and i think this is one of the tracks where it really helps to have you know like the without the horns you know i don't know that this track would be as strong as it is um you know and without kind of john blackwell you know as the backbone of it again i don't think the band you know prince playing by himself i don't think he could do this as tight as the rest of the band do you know on his behalf essentially um you know like he's you know he's a talented musician but doing that kind of like very tight stop start it's You know, it's something that, you know, really needs... You need another musician there to kind of play off. Um, And I think, you know, that kind of really enhances the track, uh, you know. Uh, And, I I mean, I I think... I think the thing is as well is like the sentiment of this song which is kind of almost I don't know it feels like it fits in like the R&B scene of the early 2000s of people constantly talking about someone cheating on them and all that kind of stuff but it's it's funny that Prince is almost from you know he's telling the story from the other side of like the person who wants this person to cheat on him he's not saying he's going to cheat he he himself is probably single in this in this particular song and he's not saying that he wants them to cheat he's just saying that the person they're with you know, doesn't deserve them. <laughs> doesn't deserve to know their name. And you know, he's really kind of laying it on quite thick. And uh, you know, p- making his pitch for being their new boyfriend. Um, you know, which I I don't know. I I always I always kind of like when Prince uh, kind of does this of, of like you know tr- being a third wheel, but uh, you know, being obviously the third wheel that the other person is definitely going to end up with. Like this relationship is kind of doomed. You know, Prince is already in there buying perfume and everything. <laughs> it's not it's not it's not going to last long. Um, you know. Uh, But uh, also because, you know, this girl is going to the liquor store and buying, you know, this other fool, you know alcohol so, <laughs> so I don't you know it doesn't seem like there's there's much stability to that relationship but yeah I don't know it's, it's this is it, this is probably my favorite track on the entire album you know I like probably Marrying Kind and this roughly equally but I think once this song you know once this starts up when I'm listening to the pair of them generally like I kind of pay attention just a little bit more than I would even do for Marrying Kind so I mean I would say six out of five <laughs> uh, but I don't think I can do six out of five unfortunately. so it's just gonna have to stick with five out of five. but yeah it is it is like a great song. Uh, probably the highlight of the album as well. I feel like the next few songs are a little bit kind of low key. I don't feel like the album ends weekly or anything, but it, like the next three songs are kind of a lot quieter and this is kind of like a really boisterous, kind of very funky song and it just it it kind of feels like maybe the peak of the album then and then the next few songs you just kind of you know, chilling out a little bit for the next few isn't it? it's not quite as as kind of intense and as exciting as this song
0: yeah i definitely agree i think this this is uh where it peaks and i would give it a five out of five as well um i mean i like um what do you want me to do and i like musicology and cinnamon girl but yeah this is definitely it might be my favorite one as well so five out of five
1: prince uh, uh, you know unusually he didn't play this live uh he didn't play the previous track live either Um, you know, although on Musicology, you know, I mean, you can obviously say this because you saw it live, you know, he, he, you know, most of the album was obviously being played live on that tour. Um, you know, but I, I, I guess, uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe just Prince didn't feel like it would work in the live setting or, um, you know, the kind of the, the, the kind of the stop starts and the horn lines, maybe they're a little bit more complicated to pull off live than, you know, in the studio. Um, you know, so obviously, you know, didn't end up being played live. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's 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 a really good it's a really good song, and you know, like with this album you know, he was 100% kind of behind it, and, you know, I can understand why, because it is probably one of his, you know, best albums of of this millennium, at least.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree, and I, you know, the 3121 following this, I believe it debuted at number one, I want to say, but I could be wrong, so (laughs) correct me if I'm wrong, but it had, (laughs) it had, no, it had a very high debut, and I think it was riding off of the success of, of Musicology, so... Um, for
1: sure I mean it's worth noting of course Prince released like another three albums in, in 2004 um, but they you know they were mostly old material but yeah no you're right 3121 was you know was a number one album you know, and it's, you know, it's, it stayed in the charts for, you know, for quite a few weeks, you know, and I think that also, you know, straight after that, you know, you had the release of like Ultimate Prince and, you know, Warner Brothers capitalizing, I think, on Prince's kind of come back a little bit as well, you know, as they kind of had did with the, you know, with the very best of Prince, that kind of capitalized a little bit on, you know, Prince's kind of a little bit of resurgence around Rainbow Children, so... Um, But yeah, I feel like we said about as much as we can about If I Was the Man in Your Life, so... Uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything that you wish to plug, Erica?
0: Yeah, uh, as far as so- social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Miss, M-I-S-S underscore E, Thompson, T-H-O-N-P-S-O-N. And also check out my website on Prince's Spirituality. It's at com.
1: And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track, by Track, or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Track, by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for being my guest here, Erica. Thank you so much. And otherwise, bye. Just watch all... All the cars go by